Welcome to Clearing the Haze, Making the Invisible Visible, a podcast show that discusses topics that are usually invisible or just hazy. Our focus in this episode is transgender and family reconstruction. The term transgender describes a person's gender identity that does not necessarily match their assigned sex at birth. This word is also sometimes used as an umbrella term to describe groups of people who transcend conventional expectations of gender identity or expression. Transgender people may or may not decide to alter their bodies hormonally and or surgically to match their gender identity. Today, we have with us two eminent personalities, Neelama and Jesslyn Divya, with whom we will discuss their experiences and learn from them challenges and aha moments. With Neela being a trans woman and with Jesslyn, inequalities faced by trans people. Jesslyn is a student of Alliance Francis Madras, finalist of Elegantia competition 2019 on inequalities in transgender speech. With that, I begin my conversation with Neela. Neela, welcome to our show. To begin with, I would like you to introduce yourself. Hey, hello everyone. Very good morning. And I'm Neela. I'm a trans woman. I'm a social worker. I stay in uh, Chennai Pirimbakum. I completed my graduation in B pharmacy. I am the founder and director of Inform Foundation, a public charitable trust which is working towards education, employment and healthcare. I am working as a community consultant in periphery, an organization working towards a transgender employment and also working as an artist in Arvani Art Project and also as a volunteer in Start India Foundation. I did my photography project in uh, Chennai Photo Banale with Alliance Franchise and Gothe Institute. Thank you, Neela. You are doing quite a lot and pursuing such varied interests. Thank you so much for the introduction. I will now ask Jesslyn. Jesslyn, tell us a bit about yourself and how you got interested in lives of trans people. Hello, everyone. I'm Jesslyn Bhavya. I'm a student. I'm currently pursuing BA in Royal College of Education, Chennai. As you said, in 2019, I was preparing for Eloquencia and the topic given was inequalities. Most of them decided to go with the classic one, inequalities between men and women. But what came to my mind was the reply my professor gave when we asked her, why transgender aren't accepted into our college? She said that it was because the mission statement says, the college aims to provide education to women, only women. One single word, women, that was the problem there. That very moment, I realized how hard it is for a trans person to get education and also how privileged I am. And I also felt that in the constant battle for gender equality between men and women, we tend to forget the existence of these people and their struggles. So I decided that this is what I'm going to talk about. And I hope it will make a difference. So that's where it all started. Thank you, Jesslyn. That's so interesting. Your college not admitting trans women made you focus on challenges and inequalities faced by trans women. 
I hope there are many more people like you who are enthused to talk and highlight inequalities faced by people. Thank you. Neela, when did you know you are differently gendered? How did you disclose or come out to your parents? Can you share your story? Yes. At the age of 18, I realized my gender identity. And until that, I thought a girl trapped in a male's body. At the age of 27, my family, I mean, my parents, they forced me to get married. But feeling as a girl and going to get married a girl, it's a different feeling. I can't imagine because I felt I'm a girl. At the time only, I revealed all my secrets, who I am and what is the difference between me and my two brothers who are transgenders, what is transition, what is SRS, what are hormones and about breast implant. Everything I revealed my secrets to my parents. And at the time, uh, my mother was crying and she's not accepted me. She was just crying and I tried to convince her, but no, no use. Finally, she came and told me that I'll bring you to the doctor and he will inject you. Definitely, you might be changed. I said, being a pharmacist, the injection name is testosterone. If you inject only the hairs will grow, nothing will happen, I said. Then later, uh, my mother's sister, she came and she said, like, we will do some pujas for you. You might be changed. I said, if you have hope in that, make it rain. She slapped me. <laughs> Finally, my cousin, he came and he told me like, uh, we want to break his knee so that he can't go anywhere. So let, it, let him be as such in the home. He said, finally, I just went to my mother and I tried to convince, but no use. At last I said like, you gave me a birth. This is one life and let me live my life. So you want me to, if you want me to live and enjoy my life, please accept me as who I am. If not, please murder me, I said. And she finally cried and she went off. In that same night, I just escaped to Pudukote district because really I, I was afraid of that. My brother, if he kill me, what should I do then? Nothing happened after that, right? So I just escaped. So that is the time I revealed all my secrets. Thank you, Neela. It is so much difficult to especially accept when our own parents doubt who we are or what our intention is. Thank you so much for sharing. I'll come back to you with more questions now to Jesslyn. Jesslyn, people are still unaware of the challenges trans people go through. Can you share some of the findings? Yes, right from education and healthcare to immigration and identification, these people face a number of challenges throughout their lives. And it becomes all the more worse when they lack the support of their families. Especially after coming out, some of them even get killed by their own family. And if they manage to leave their family and try to live on their own, they have trouble finding a job. They even have difficulty in finding a place to stay. So this is where the transgender communities come in. There are several transgender communities in India, and some of them are Koti, Hijras, Arvanis, Tirunangas, Joktas, etc. They live together in small groups, they connect with other transgender individuals and they support each other. It makes them feel the most comfortable when they are surrounded by, uh, by the people who have had similar experiences and who can actually empathize with them. These communities also help out the newer transgender people through mentoring and guiding them through the transition process. 
However, they still have a hard time to find their place in the society with all the discrimination, stigma and stereotypes going on. They are even deprived of the basic rights such as education, healthcare, job opportunities, renting a house, even accessing appropriate restrooms. Apart from this, one of the most common things is that people may call them using incorrect and disrespectful names. Their birth names, sexual orientation and other private information can be rudely questioned. The problem is, at times, it may not be intentional. I feel ashamed to admit, but I was one of them. I have used inappropriate names to address it. And the reason I would say is the society around me, my family, and the lack of education about this subject. Nobody really talked to me about them. So, like you said, people are still very unaware of the challenges trans people go through. And I think the solution would be to create awareness and to educate people. So rightly said, Jessalyn. There is still so much we don't understand. There is still so much that people believe that we are only binary men and women. What about the range that is there from a man to a woman and to a woman to a man? We have to start acknowledging and accept that it is not just humans are binary, but we are a range of people. Leela, to you, you mentioned that you ran away from home. Can you share a little bit about your journey from there to today? What happened? How did you survive? Initially, when I had no job, no money, I ran away from my home to Pudukote district, where my trans community accepted me as who I am and a daughter for a transgender mother called Jaya Bharadiyamma. And she was running uh, an organization called Udayam Trust in Pudukottai. And it is working for the AIDS Prevention and Control Project. Being a daughter, I helped my mother a lot. And I was very, I'm very happy to say that I was working for the welfare of my community too. So after a few years, my parents, they called me and they wanted me to come back to Chennai and to stay with them. So at that time, I felt very happy because acceptance is more important than begging and sex work. So even my family accepted me. That is my God's grace. So I came to Chennai and I hugged mother and my and I kissed my mother. I'm very happy that she accepted me. Finally, she placed two conditions. He accept you, but there are two conditions. I said, what? They told me, like, one is no sex work, another is no begging. So if we accept you, and if you do the same, definitely see your brothers. They didn't get married. My younger brothers not get, got married at that time. So, you know, he will feel shy, even my relatives, even our relatives, even our neighbors, what the answer we will tell to them. So instead of that, we accept you and you have to become a role model for your community, they said. Finally, I become very cushy <laughs> and I was searching for the job in Chennai. At the time, I felt, you know, insulting many times, you know, to create a resume, we have to stick a photo. So I went to your studio to get a photograph. At that time, when I tried to enter, he said like, no, 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 you just don't come out, out, out. We don't have change to give you out, out, they said. I was just thinking why the society is like, he didn't ask me for what purpose you came in and he didn't give a respect to me, right? So I felt very insulted. I just went off. So twice, thrice, I felt the same issues. And later, uh, when I was doing my college in 2010, 
I registered my trust this form foundation but after that when my family is not accepted me I just dropped that I was uh, been in my community so I tried to work on that so I tried to go to an auditor uh, to get the legal advice at that time one receptioner who was sitting in the entrance when I entered he was uh, after seeing me he said like oh no 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 please don't do anything he said I simply went in front of him and I was asking like see I'm like your sister. Did I do anything? Why you are so doing like a drama things and all? He just said, "Sorry, madam. Sorry, madam." So I told him that I came for this purpose. I want to get a legal advice to the auditor from the auditor. I said, he said like he went to lunch. Please come after an hour. So even I followed. I came after an hour while I entering. Another man also entered with me. He first entered, and that receptioner. he said like sir uh, can you wait for 2 minutes he is in meeting sir he is through he is in call he said and when i was when i asked about this auditor he said like no madam uh, he is out of station he said see that made me uh, so anger and then i felt insulted and i was asking him see being a transgender i came i i'm trying to work for the society but always you people are insulting me why i asked he said no no so on the uh, on the same argument people uh, from the auditor room everybody they came out and they said like why you are creating some uh, problems here just out out they said i said this things no nobody is not ready to listen my words finally the auditor came and he said i'm not interested to work for you just get out he said and at that time i felt very insulted and at that time i was thinking no i should not go and work anywhere i should stay at home i i thought like that and i was sitting in my home at the time i got a call from an organization called periphery they are working for the trans employment and they wanted me to come to their office and they gave their business card and they said like nila uh, we appointed you as a community organizer and you have to find out the potential and talents from the transgender and you have to support us for giving a trans employment they said I was very happy even I was searching for my single job but God placed me in a work to give more people an employment so how it is just imagine this is the miracle of God and they gave the business a card and I was really I was surprised because behind that card it was written like one chance I thought God gave me a chance to to redeem myself and to live with my family so from that time I'm very privileged to work in periphery and later i told about this form foundation and they supported me to start this form foundation and now i'm very very happy and proud to say that in our organization 25 to 30 people are studying tailoring and they completed their 3 months and next month we are going to give them tailoring machine for free absolutely and even we are undertaking tuition for communications classes and everything i'm really proud because in this life we live for few years only but what we give to the society after our absence that is very important so a name name is very important and what the work we left here so that is very important so i'm very happy to tell you all this and how my transition happened is like instead of changing everything in legal i decided that i should change myself physically first so started growing hairs wearing my sister clothes i applied and received third gender id card from the district social welfare office and in chennai gazette office i changed my birth name in all the proofs and documents into third gender name and consulted doctors for this hormonal therapy and sex reassignment surgery and finally i did and i went underwent the breast implant also
Thank you, Neela. Oh my God, that's so much. You are such a resilient person. You must have a lot of patience, perseverance, and resilience to go through all that you've done. You're just simply awesome. Thank you for sharing so much with us about your experiences and about your success. To just add to what Neela said about her SRS surgery, let me give a little brief about what transition means to different people. For some, it means medical treatments, including use of hormones and gender-affirming surgeries. For others, it means social transition, which might include things such as choosing a new name or altering outward appearance with clothing or hairstyles. There is also legal transition, which is the process of changing names and gender markers on important legal documents such as birth certificate, passport or Aadhaar cards and others, which Neela outlined in her experience of what she did and how she went about. And for those of you who don't know what is SRS, it is simply sex reassignment surgery, which is an option. Some people take that up and some people do not. Whichever way it is, our best bet is to accept people for who they are. Thank you so much, Neela, once again, for sharing your experience and your journey with us. Some of these things like walking into a photographer's showroom or walking into an auditor's office is what we take for granted. It's an understanding that it's a privilege that some of us do not experience. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, I move to Jesslyn. Jesslyn, in your journey of understanding what trans people go through, can you let us know what you wish public knew about transgender people? Neela did share her experience where two of the people wanted to shoo her away. One of them was scared of her. Why? What is so different about them? Why are people experiencing or sharing these kind of thoughts about them. Anything that you can share with us, Jessica? So I just wish everyone understands the fact that they are just like us, a normal human being. So you just have to accept the fact that they are one of us and treat them as an equal. That's it. It's as simple as that. So just think about it. At the end of the day, we all want to be happy and be ourselves. It is the same for these people. It's really sad to know that people have so much hatred for a person who just wants to be themselves. It's unbelievable, you know. And I would like to quote the words of Mercedes Ruel, an American actress. She said, nature chooses who will be transgender. Individuals don't choose this. To all those who think being trans is just a phase, I want you to understand that transgender are born. It's neither a phase not a choice. Thanks, Jesslyn. I think we need to amplify the voice. Trans people are born. It is not a phase or a choice. Thank you so much. Neela, after all the experiences that you've gone through, what do you think is one of the biggest or the most common misconception about trans people? So yeah. uh, many people are thinking transgender as untouchable, as swindler, as beggar, as prostitute, as illiterate, and the people, they are not in status. They are thinking like that. But this is totally wrong. Few people are, might be a beggar and sex worker, but not all the transgenders. 
this is overall from the society this perspective and among the transgender community many transgenders are just dominating the younger transgenders and they want to take the control of the younger transgenders and many transgenders see the younger transgender as the price tax and like atms so whenever they need money they will just knock the youngsters they will just they want to have a control on them so this is totally wrong this should not be happening even in the community too because all the trans people need freedom and they wish freedom and they love freedom so that we are coming out of from out from the family and we are just going and surrender in a group where the people accept us as who we are right so if the domination is happening in the same group what will happen will the people be happy no not at all then again they want to escape from the second family so every transgender has two families one is biological family and another one is transgender family so these two families should accept the trans people as who they are and give the freedom to the transgender as how they want really if this happens definitely the misconception will not enter into the world thanks neela some of the misconceptions are actually the norm in most communities i mean you have people from all trade in every community but it's just that the transgenders are getting a bad name and like you mentioned if the dominance is reduced and if people are more educated about <coughs> who trans people are we will have less and less issues on these terms thank you neela jesslyn can you share some of the inequalities trans people face that others don't usually face and how can we help so you know every individual's life is a struggle but being transgender just makes it all the more difficult in everything that they do anywhere that they go they face a lot of obstacles and hardships unlike other people but the government has indeed taken so many steps for the empowerment of the transgender community by supporting their education housing access to health care skill development employment opportunities and financial assistance apart from this there are a number of ngos who work for the betterment of their lives and all these has made a remarkable change and there are so many trans people who have broken all the barriers and are in great positions today but once they manage to get into a school college or workplace they are treated differently and they face a lot of discrimination stigma harassment and abuse all these is because of the mindset of the people in our society and that cannot be changed by any law or government schemes it can be done only by us also the social construct and acceptance in our country is different when it comes to trans men that is female to male transition some people in india they accept their decision in the beginning and classify it as tomboyish behavior but the problem begins when the individuals want to transition have surgeries or they want to want to have a partner so trans men are highly invisibilized and marginalized there are so many of them out there who are experiencing gender dysphoria or questioning their own gender and the sad part is most of them are not even aware that such a group exists 
compared to trans women trans men do not have much alternate support systems like the hijra community and unlike the strong external visibility and the sense of community that the trans women enjoy trans men lack safe spaces and shelters these are very important when they are transitioning and there have been cases of young trans boys who have been abused and raped while trying to find a home to live in and the patriarchal notions make it even more challenging for trans men to get srs done they are often questioned as to why they want to get a healthy uterus removed and opt out of childbirth so you see as an individual what can you do to help them you can employ them in your company you can rent your house to them you can simply stand up for them whenever needed and support them and in addition to all this you can encourage your friends and family to do this also as a parent you can educate your child about this least discussed topic as a teacher you can educate your students and i strongly believe that education and awareness would bring about a great change and lead to a better future thanks jaslin you are bringing up so many different things in this conversation we were first talking only about trans women and now you introduce the challenges that trans men also face indeed the society has a lot to do to make everyone acceptable and i really like your such simple suggestions of welcoming them and doing what you can do within your circle of influence thank you for sharing these inputs i'm sure our listeners will be encouraged and do a lot more on this neela what would be your key message to our listeners today so i'm expecting a small thing from the society as everything is inside us so i've written an abbreviations for the word transgender so in this everyone can understand what we expect from the society t treat us equal r respect us as you want others to respect you a allow us to prove our potential n never limit us based on gender yes societal acceptance is the need of the r g gender phobia should not exist E, employ as for talents and interests. N, national priority should be inclusive society. D, to show us some love. E, enable us, empower us, and we will R reach great heights. Thank you. Wow, that's such a wonderful message to all our listeners. I want to actually put this up everywhere so people remember. and start actually following what you said and honestly i felt that what you mentioned for transgender can actually become an anthem for everybody in the society jaslin tell us more about how can we be an ally so for those who, who don't know allies are people who are not lgbtq themselves but support the cause and stand up for the individuals in the community So first of all try to use inclusive language as much as possible for example instead of addressing a group of people as ladies and gentlemen try to use words like guests or colleagues so that no gender is assumed there don't ask for their real name and if you don't know 
what pronouns to use all you have to do is just ask them directly next if someone chooses to come out to you it means that they trust you so make sure you honor that trust by checking with them before telling anyone the most important thing don't make assumptions about their sexual orientation then avoid questions about their genitals surgical status or sex life one of the most important things is to challenge anti transgender remarks or jokes whenever they are said and no matter who says them just call it out whenever you hear it then avoid black handed compliments and the so called helpful tips like you look just like a real woman you would look better if you wore more makeup while you may intend to be more supportive comments like these can actually be hurtful and even insulting so finally the most important thing of all is to talk to the people around you and educate them encourage them to be alive too thank you jeslyn i think the most important which we've been uh, talking through this conversation today has been awareness educate sensitize awareness educate sensitize three simple words with a lot of meaning and a lot of work that each one of us have to agree and accept to do thank you thank you for listening in for this episode we would like to thank our two guests neela ma and jeslyn divya e the alliance frances of madras bruno classi director of alliance frances of madras the french embassy the french institute and the alliance frances network in india for producing the show and our special thanks to hemant sarang and his team for their advice and technical support please do subscribe and review the show available on various podcasting platforms and on the website afindia.org/podcast listen in to the voices that are often invisible but powerful enough to clear the haze and we end this episode with this wonderful rap song by the multi-talented neela ma enjoy டாக்டர் சொன்னது பத்து மாசம் நானும் பிறந்தது குறை மாசம் ஆனா புன்னு கேட்டாங்க என்ன ஆனு கன்ஃபார்ம் பண்ணிட்டாங்க பாக்காம தலைப்பங்க தெருப்பசங்க என்ன பாத்து பத்து சிரிப்பாங்க ஸ்கூல் பசங்க எனக்கே தெரியாது நான் ஏன் இப்படி மெதுவா உணர்ந்த நான் அப்படி அப்படி ஏன் பிறந்தேன் நான் ஏன் பிறந்தேன் இந்த பாவை நிறைஞ்ச உலகத்துல பிரச்சனை என்னன்னு கேட்டாங்க என் மதரு பக்கத்துல சப்பிட்டோம் எனக்கு என் பிரதரு சொல்ல சொல்ல தாங்கள் மதரோட மைண்டு அதனால விழுந்தாங்க கிரிகிரின்னு சாண்டு பேசாம இருந்தாங்க பல மாசமா செத்து செத்து பொழைச்சிங்க விசரவாசமா வீட்டை விட்டு போனேங்க அவசரமா திருநங்க என் பிறந்தாலே இவ்வளவு ப்ராப்ளமா ஏன் பிறந்தேன் நான் ஏன் பிறந்தேன் இந்த பாவ நிறைஞ்ச உலகத்துல காதலிச்சேன் ஒரு பையனுங்க நான் ஏன் மாறுவேன் எனக்கு தெரியாதுங்க தினதன அவனை எண்ணி எண்ணி நான் காலேஜ்ல வடிச்சேன் கண்ணீர் கண்ணீர் அதனால ஃபீலும் பண்ணி பண்ணி நான் சாகத்து நெஞ்சேன் ஞானி நானி தப்பு பண்ணுங்க தலைமறை வாய் என்ன தப்பு தப்பு பேசுனாங்க தெரு தெருவா அப்ப டவுட்ல யாருக்கும் இப்ப கன்ஃபார்ம் ஆயிட்டேன் எல்லாருக்கும் ஏன் பிறந்தேன் நாங்க ஏன் பிறந்தேன் இந்த பாவ நிறைஞ்ச உலகத்துல